hold on to your asses. This podcast contains bad language and Lauren Xander is back. She was on episode 16. 16! We talked about her book, Maybe It's You. She was on episode 89-ish. I had a a spot where my podcast numbers just went crazy. So 89-ish from February last year, 2019. Episode, Your Parents Are Having Sex. (laughs) Lauren Xander is the founder of the Handel Group. She has a new program out called Inner You Love, and she also has Inner You. This is incredible coaching, you guys. It's a program. It's uh, She offers it with a discount. Use the code SAME24 hours 75 for incredible discounts at her website. Coaching by Lauren Xander is amazing. She's amazing, you guys. I'm about to start working with her with my own life because as you can tell this particular episode we start talking about me and you know I love to talk about me but I'm talking to these amazing people and then they start giving advice and then I'm like well hell it's a therapy session but what I learned from this episode is that the good guys need to get crazy those of us who are ready to change the world and do big things we need to quit playing small so this is an episode about me in a way because we talk about me, but it's also about you. Because how are we, the good guys, playing small? I'm going to post the link to her programs, her discounts in the show notes. So check those out if I fumbled it here. Um, because sometimes I do that. Sometimes I fumble. Enjoy this episode with the incredible Lauren Xander. Hi, and welcome to the Same 24 Hours podcast. I'm Meredith Atwood, author of the book, The Year of No Nonsense. I'm a former attorney turned writer, speaker, and Ironman triathlete. Although right now, all I really like to do is lift weights. We all have the same 24 hours, but it's what we do in those hours that leads to our greatest health, happiness, and success. It's my goal to crack the code on a life of less nonsense so we can all make the most of our 24 hours. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, Lauren Zander. Time three. Welcome back. Oh my God. (laughs) Do we have fun? You and I could spend hours just talking about shit. We really could. And the last time you were on, the topic of the podcast was your parents are having sex. And (laughs) it was one of my most downloaded. I was like, oh my gosh. There was one podcast where I said kids are bullshit. It was the one I did. And then your parents are having sex are my most two downloaded. So what does that say about everyone? (laughs) They want to know the dark side. They want to hear the real like stuff they don't think about and wish they were thinking about. Right. And need to think about. Yeah. Right. Like, which is scary. What the taboo. (laughs) Taboo? Like we need to go great for taboos right so speaking of taboos yeah yeah which actually impresses me like it uh, makes me so happy that people want to go for the taboos because that's where that's our weakest link but they don't want to talk about it though no they want to listen first they want to hear what it sounds like to talk about it and then it expands their mind to open up to new options or new probabilities about what to do it just pushes the envelope. But does it do that for everyone or do other people just fold their hands and become more judgmental than ever? Even more judgmental than ever 
pushes an extreme that then pushes people to fight harder about anything. Yeah. Right. So, you know, the thing I think is the most important ingredient on earth is caring. Like if you got to, it's not like I love, it's care. Mm. Like I care about trees. I care about the environment. I care about my love life. I care about keeping my marriage good. I care about my children. Because I care about how I die, right? Like I care. Like the more we care, the more you have to do something about it, right? Yeah, no, I get. And that. so I just like to instigate more caring, and then I leave people to their own. You're a care bear. I'm a care bear. That <laughs> Which care bear awesome. are you? <laughs> I'm a. How about a? How about a care bear? bitch <laughs> you're the, the you're care, care bear, bear bitch they didn't have one of I'm those lauren <laughs> right that makes me that like handles that like i can't be so hokey because <laughs> i was always like on the you know wrong side of the tracks right. like i don't like to being like that goody two shoes but i am a care bear yes i know <laughs> i love it so before we started recording um we were talking about the stock market and fear. And I was just saying, I'm completely risk averse. Like I, for some things I have, I won't jump out of an airplane, but pretty much anything else I will jump out of. Um, and you mentioned that fear is a, a great teller of many things. And so let's lead with that. Let's talk about fear. Wow. So fear <laughs> really, where do we begin? Opposite. It's like fear, you could just start with fear is the opposite of love. Like love that doesn't, now everyone will go, what do you mean? I fear what could happen to me. I fear that. And because I love myself, I don't go walking in the middle of the road. Like fear has me look both ways, doesn't it, Lauren? And I'm like, no, I don't know if self, like the way we think fear is genius I just think, you know, like, I just think we've never leaned in on how fucked up fear is and how much fear lets us lie. Don't tell them what you think. Don't ask for what you want. Don't, like I teach, find how you're a chicken, <laughs> right? And how all the ways we're chickens. Yeah. And what we believe in when we're chickens is that doom and something bad could happen and worrying helps. And like as if fear is intelligent and as if fear is the reason you're not going to get the coronavirus or the or get hit by a car. And I'm like, I don't think fear is why you look both ways. Is it like the do you know what I mean? Like, really? You mentioned right? self-preservation. You started to say self-preservation. And I think there is a difference. So, yeah, I think people, but people think fear is genius. Right. Right. And people built security companies and like the world has been built on fear. Right. And, and there really is intelligence. Like if you leave your door open and you're rich and there's a poor person who has nothing, might they figure out how to come steal your shit? <laughs> right. Like at that level, you would go, wouldn't you? Right. 
right? I come into your house if I was starving and needed to feed my kid, right? Like, so I think we're so far from where fear was intelligent and now we won't leave our houses. And now we don't, like fear has gone crazy on us. And if I, when I trail a person's inner dialogue and I make them hunt for how they're a chicken in their life and all the ways they hide and lie, I think there's nothing more important than realizing that fear is the source of limiting ourselves and we pretend it's intelligent. Right. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. So as you and I were like, wow, look at what this coronavirus is doing to stocks. And you and I are like, what stocks should we buy? <laughs> right. And we are like making a list like, well, at least the fear is good for something. Right. 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 Like, right. But only someone who doesn't believe in fear isn't reading every article on the virus. Well, and I think there's a certain emotional I don't know if it's an emotional intelligence is the right word, but recently in the past two years, I would say, I, did you say, hold on? No, oh, I, didn't I heard say anything. this weird voice that just said, oh my gosh, I heard someone say, hold on. That must be the demon that is like, you know, this, the, the podcast spirit. He's <laughs> like, hold on. It's no, it's fear. It's fear going for me. It's the chicken of the world going, wait. I'm like, what is that voice? That was weird. Anyway, um, I don't even know what I was saying. That It was so clear. It was like, hang on a second. or don't. Oh, my God. Anyway, okay, so fear jumps into my podcast. It's gone. But, um, oh, yeah, over the last, like, two years, I've realized that I control so little. And, and what I was going to ask you is, like, how much is fear – attached to our perceived ability to control things when we're really not controlling anything. Okay, great. So first, my favorite word to, that I mess with control. Ready, everybody? Everyone brace yourself. It's going to be funny and I'm going to explain why I'm such a funny bitch. Care bear bitch. Ready? Did you say cunt troll? <laughs> I did. Okay. I did. You're, I know. You're right. Okay. So, so first of all, <laughs> if you study or understand people who truly are rainmakers and make things happen that have no proof that it can, like a Steve Jobs or a Nelson Mandela, right? Like, really, you were going to become president and all you needed to do was go to prison? Oh, let me try that. Bah, ha, 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 ha. Mm -hmm. Right? Right? Like... Wow, that's a powerful being. Okay. And he did control that. Right? Like he believed in himself in a way that was wild and 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 I okay. But what like but he's not a perfect example because like that's really intense. Right. Right. <laughs> but you go to like Steve Jobs and what I pick out of Steve Jobs, everyone, of course, this is Laurenisms. Okay. So don't you want to prove me wrong? I'm sure you can. But these are the facts that I pick out and use for for how to teach myself to be a dreamer and live in my dreams. OK, which is Steve Jobs never went to college, didn't have any engineering background, really knows nothing except his dream. And if you go, where did he think of his dream? He 
he he will tell you he was tripping on acid people right right like, he will tell you he went out of the box not like he did acid every day or was an alcoholic but like he needed a stimulant that rocked his mind right and then he believed in distorting reality like he controlled what he believed was possible and i swear to god folks i coach the greatest ceos that have no proof yeah yeah and they live in distorted reality so now let me bring it back to control like lauren do you think you control your reality like all of it your marriage your health right i go yes i do i don't like you know how i i teach people to go discover their negative weather reports how they believe the world works because you can change what you think is going to happen. And then that's the only way to make it happen combined with integrity, like real integrity. Right. right. Because there is no actual reality. Dun, dun, Sorry. Dun. Sorry, folks. You tell me where the ladybug came from. <laughs> I don't care how many science books you've read. I don't care what you're, st we still go, I don't really know. Like who made this thing happen? <laughs> And we're all like, that's why there's religion. And I'm like, did religion really answer it? No. We don't Do know they make the ladybug. I've never right. heard that, Lauren. I know. <laughs> that we all just get to wildly ponder what we believe. And then whatever we believe, I swear we make happen. So if your beliefs come from fear, then you're managing your fear into reality. Right. So now ask me, how many kids I raised and how sick I ever got in raising my kids. Like, Lauren, did you pick up the flu and earbuds and everything your three children ever got? And the answer is never. I don't get sick. Right. I say that too. I don't get sick. I, I don't get three kids. You're like, well, how old's the youngest? 11. You mean never? And I'm like, how about your husband? Oh, he got sick all the time. <laughs> because he doesn't believe what I believe. That's fine. I only get sick. I only get sick if there's something emotionally off. I'm not reading right. right? I believe really that. I believe that. I grew up deathly ill all the time. Sick, sick, sick. Allergies, sick, sick, sick. And the last couple of years, I'm like, I don't get sick. And I don't. We had the flu yes, run through our house and I did not get it. See? <laughs> and I do think there's intelligence with that, right? Not fear folks, but intelligence. There's a certain amount of hours of sleep. Right. Correct. There's a, like, there's healthy eating. There's enough water, right? Like it, it's not like Lauren, can you be a smoking cigarette, you know, right. Drunk. Right. Like, but I want you to know if I had to pick like there was, there was a video of this woman, Russian lady, who's like 108 and like has a cigarette hanging out of her mouth <laughs> and a drink sitting next to her. And she's like, nothing's going to kill me, is her belief. <laughs> and, she's right. and I'm like, and I'm like, now that's a distorted reality, not fear based logic. Right. But she okay. believes it. <laughs> I'm like, so it even proves if I wanted a pack of cigarettes a day and to be some kind of drunk, could I live to 108? She's proof you can because she <laughs> believes 
that thing's gonna kill her. And trust me, she professes to be the most unhappy person in the world, and she can't die because <laughs> she's because no one will put her out of her misery. It's like funniest opposite to what I believe, right. but it was like it's the same profoundness of belief. But what has to happen with a person who believes their negative weather reports? And if you guys don't understand what Lauren's talking about, go back to episode 16 of this podcast because we talk about the chicken, the weather report. And what's the other one? The brat. The brat. Yeah. Uh, we talk about Remember, that. The brat is the moody. Moody. Oh, right. Like, I had to eat a cookie. I needed a drink. I was why I, I got sucked into Netflix. That's right. the brat. The brat. Yeah. Fear is I can't tell my husband what I really want. I can't ask for what I really want. I can't get a raise. I don't want to tell my children. I have to drive them every like fear. Like I don't want to hurt or upset anybody is the chicken. Brat is the moody motherfucker who gets a drink. Right. And the weather report is I can't change its generalizations about the way the world is that you then see and prove. Right. It's all in your own little head, folks. So how does one who has been reporting the weather <laughs> in negative ways and is fearful and is a chicken and a brat and all in one, like, how does one begin to change that? Like, you know. Easy. Easy. First step in my method is have a dream worth having in each of the 12 areas of your life. Like have a North Star, have a fucking purpose. If you don't have a purpose, like what you really care about, you can't hear the dark side chattering in your goddamn head to stay in one of the seven deadly sins. How do you find right? your purpose? Um, you actually, like I, I literally built Inner You, my own program. Inner.you. Inner.you. Right. And then like that program is the funniest clip. Like it's literally like the 25 minute podcast with the homework, a buddy. And if you even just listen to all of it, it will like, don't listen if you don't want to change. But if you listen to the whole <laughs> thing, you don't even do the fucking homework. You go with the whitewash. Right. Like, just throw it on me. Right. <laughs> you will never be the same again. Then if you do your homework. Right. You will write your dreams. You will start to trail your negative inner dialogue. You can get a buddy. Where you talk with each other and you get into each other's life like there there. I literally built a program. And I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you can get it half price. That's like, like we give it right. Like we. For God's sakes, and one hour with me, folks, costs over eight hundred dollars. My entire program, where you get eleven sessions with me, where I'm like this, I swear, <laughs> is is six hundred fifty dollars full price for the rest of your life. And then you get the group, and you get classes, and you get pre coaching sessions. I'm like begging the world to change. Right. Right. So for God's sakes. If you want to do the work, it's so available. It's stupid, funny, and meet your community. Right. But people don't want to change. Why don't people want to change? Why do they say they want to change, but they don't want to change? Um, we really get our vices, right? Like, we really get our vices. Like, the kids were so stressful 
and I had to clean fast. I ate their chicken nuggets and french fries off the plate. I got, you, you have no idea how many people live in suffering to, and they don't think it's the three drinks they get to relieve them. But if I took away their three drinks, if they had a great day, do you understand? Like yeah. the only way you'll get your drink tonight is if you keep your daily promises, whatever the fuck they want to be. Right. So people are addicted to their vices. Right. They're okay. And I swear we're not that tricky. We it's sugar that includes alcohol. Like it's drugs. Like get me out of here. I want a buzz. Get me out of here. I want a cookie. <laughs> Right. Like sugar gives you a buzz. Right. You see what it does to children. What you think it's different for grown up? Oh, my God. We have like in our family. There was some study years ago that came out that says sugar had no effect on children. And my husband and I were like, what? And like if our kids have any sugar, they are maniacs. And we'll do, always do you say. Who do you think funded that study? Right. I know. I know. And so every time it happens, we're like, sugar has no effect on children the, the, as they're the, the, climbing. The, the, right. So yeah. my um, so my best friend, and I mean like one of my best friends, is Mark Hyman. And he just put out like, and he put out a really dangerous book for the first time in his life. It's called The Food Fix, but it's about the planet. And he's coming after the big companies that don't understand, like don't care about how they're growing shit and how they're doing things right. and what the individual can do to really, uh, and, and no one even knows the answer. Like what he thinks the biggest problem is for humanity is actually the fertilizers and the soil. Like we're fucking our soil and we only have 60 years. Like he just, he just did the work, right? And he was so scared that the world wasn't going to care, right? But the but that's not the truth. We care desperately. We just don't know how to fix anything, right? Right. And so everyone needs to start like it. Like the the biggest thing is everyone needs to dream and figure out what they care most about. And you need to understand that sugar and anything that even like low fat, if anything that sounds like it's diet, if it has more than four ingredients is lying to you, mm -hmm. right? Like no one understands how much the world is owned by industry. Right. And industry is trying to please the stock market, which is trying to make more sales. Like it's, it's not even industry's fault. We're just being played. Because, right, like the reason there's more sales at salad at Burger King is because everybody started to fucking like stop eating there and go, why aren't there anything healthy here? Right. Do you understand? Like the humans haven't figured out how much power we have right. and we don't think we're responsible for anything. We think we're little people. And right. So anyone who's listening to you and this. I still need to figure out my weather reports of what I think isn't changing in the world and in my life. Like I never get out of weather reporting brat chicken, right? Like I never don't have a dark side folks. Right. I never don't need the next dream. You're just listening for it though. You you're aware yeah. of it. Yeah. I, I need my method as much as everybody else needs my method. Right. Like these are what I call, you know, 
algebra for individuals and companies to be conscious, to having real power to be in a lot of control of your life versus no control, (laughs) right? Right. Like, I don't think it's true. I think I've been controlling my whole life, my whole life, all of it. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you don't need to know where you came from. It doesn't like Lauren, do you read books? No. Lauren, do you do this? No. Lauren, do you like, like, it, it doesn't mean not to know yourself or be true to yourself. It means something very different about fear and dreaming and love. Why do people not want to dream big? I mean, I know the answer is, oh, well, I can never get there. But why? why? No, that is not why. That Thank you for giving the wrong answer. I love it. <laughs> Okay. okay. Why ready? do people, let me ask the question again. Why do people yeah. not want to dream big? Meredith Atwood, you're an idiot. I love you. <laughs> right. Cause then they'd have to do the work. Right. Yes. Yes. If I go, I want the greatest sex life. That means I'm going to have to shower you and have to shave. Husband, <laughs> and to smell and good. Right. And then I'm going to have to read a book and I'm going to have to figure out how to give a better blow job. Right? Like, what do I have to do if I say I want a great sex life? What would I have to do if I say I want to build my business to five million dollars to 20 million? Not mine. Mine's already paid way past that. OK, but do you understand, like the more I want, the more I'm going to have to like break out of the box of comfort I'm in. If I go, I want to run a marathon. Guess who has to get up early? Yeah. I want to lo- I want peace in the mind. Guess who's going to have to meditate? Right. You, like there's there, it isn't that there aren't answers to dreams. It's that you'd have to fucking do them and you wouldn't be able to do what you're doing today every day if you did them. And you have to be well, let me this may be a wrong answer too, but don't you have to be patient? Or no. Tell me about that because the way you know I've got this this book it's smoldering it's simmering it's simmering and I'm like can we can we please just fucking boil can we boil now you know I've been simmering for like 10 years and I'm like can we boil but I'm still doing it I'm being patient I'm being diligent I'm lighting do not patient or diligent (sighs) okay but I'm a workaholic okay ready (laughs) right ready so if you were like I want to sell like where am I at today I'm at a hundred, like a thousand. I want to get to 20,000 books. Okay, great. So 20,000 books is, I want to be like, I want to be able to get to, right? How many, how many books would I need to sell a week? Okay, great. Okay. Well, if I want to sell 500 a week and I'm only at 60 a week, where do I get to 500? Okay. Then I need all the people posting. I need all, I need to be on everybody else's podcast. I need to, like, what do I need to do to make a plan to get everyone buying my fucking book? Right, right. What else do I need to do? What else do I need to do? Right? Like, right, I'm offering you posting your event next week in New York that you didn't know that I would do that for you. And I offered it. Shows you how, now I'm going to give, like, red pause, ready? (laughs) A big right? pregnant like, pause. It's a pause. And then I'm going to switch because this is the coaching I always need. Okay. So this is not like, this is like takes one to know one coaching. Yeah. I'm hey, just yeah. 50 ahead of you. 
Okay. Right. Got it. But you ask yourself if you're being my favorite, one of my favorite musicians, Prince, right? Like my name is Prince and I came to fuck your daughter, right? Like, are you kidding? He's crazy. Like go crazy. Like, are you going crazy? Are you asking for everything you need? Are you believing the, like, because if your book is good for humanity. Yeah. And, and good guys need to bond and help each other. How many favors have you asked for today? Uh, Here's my thing. Yeah. I would make you ask for five favors a day. I do. I, I, you know what, here's, can I tell you? What? Maybe 10? No. So I had, I interviewed a bunch of people on the podcast, including you. Um, but you know, name droppers, Gary, John Bishop, Tony Hawk, Dr. Shafali. And I asked them to endorse my book and they did. And I retain, you know, I, and you did. And I remained eternally grateful. And that was the end because I feel like they did the favor and that is all I can ask, you know? So I have, I just like, I'm like, Oh, thank you. And then I move on. You hear what I hear. I don't want to be a bother. Is that a rat or a chicken? Um, it's a people pleaser. No, I didn't offer you that option. (laughs) It's not a chicken. I have no shame. Yes, it is. No, I have no shame. Let me tell you why. Okay, Okay, ready? I'll tell you why. There's a brat and a chicken. (laughs) But the brat and the chicken... What's the GPS for the brat and the chicken? Like what's running the brat and the chicken? Fear. No, the weather report. Oh. <laughs> I already asked for as much as they could yeah. get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like you have a weather report that says don't be greedy, don't ask for too much. Right. Be a nice person. Be a good girl. Because <laughs> people are gonna say no. You don't wanna look do you understand? Yeah. So you're like, the weather is one favor per person. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. all right, here, I'm going to practice. Who made that shit up? Yeah. No, I Everyone... know. Okay, ready? Here's a much better weather report, okay? The good guys fucking stick together. We help each other grow. We need each other. Light workers rock the light. Now. How many things are you allowed to get from other people who like, like, that's like, imagine everybody owes you three, (laughs) right? Like Tony Hawk, you owe me two more, (laughs) but like, like Tony, I know I'm being unabashed. I know I'm being needy. You got one more favor in it for me? Oh I God, promise I'll I pay it back. Lauren. I, I mean, I don't know. But how many people feel that way? Everyone, right? Everyone's a chicken. Okay, ready, ready, <laughs> ready for the chicken? Ready? Ready, chicken? What is the chicken allergic to? What's the word it doesn't want to hear no. that it defends? Thank you. you. Now, is right? If you could fail, you don't want to do it. I love failure. Yeah, you it know, teaches no, I don't, I'm, not re- I'm not failure averse, okay. though. Okay, so, yeah, you are, honey. No. You're planning for a no. You're planning it's too greedy. I you're feel- planning. <laughs> you have a plan, and you're operating consistent with a weather report. Okay. Which so the was- weather report is I get one favor. You're right. You're right, because I was not scared to ask for one. So you're right. That's what- I- 
I have a weather report that says you get one favor and one favor only. Now, that may or may not be true. You can even write the email or text with that. I made up you only like someone as great as you only gives one favor. <laughs> so if I'm right, I apologize and thank you for the one. I will never not appreciate it. But would you post my book? Like, can I get another one? And I promise <laughs> I'll pay you back any way you want. Like fucking write the email aligned with your fear. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can do that. That's yeah. Cause that's who, right. that's Everybody who I am. Getting yeah. a fear coaching session and push fear to the, to off the, off the ledge. Yeah. Okay. That's and I didn't realize cares? I had that limit like a, that I was setting that limit to a one timer. Cause I really don't care about asking for one. Like I've never cared. Okay, but good. I well, care about two. The That's one that really counts when you're really connected to someone and you're working together is the one that does the second and the third. Like, go find your best friends. I have best friends. Yeah. And I have, I, and I make Mark Hyman fucking post for me. Right. <laughs> right? I'm like, Mark. He's like, what? And I'm like, can you, like, it's my birthday. What you doing for me, honey? Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Right? Like, I actually wrote best friend Mark Hyman on a piece of paper <laughs> as I'm right? talking to you. And it has hearts around right. it. Like, so dumb. Right. It's just like, find your, like, people need each other. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing you can hear in your weather report is, uh, I'll do it this way. Okay. I was on a big podcast. And, and the big podcast, I don't like this great guy, great guy. Amazing. But he has breakfast every morning with Larry King. <laughs> and I'm like, and he invited me to breakfast with him and Larry. And I was like, oh my God, do I want to meet you and Larry? Right. And then like, now that Larry is where he is, do you like everybody he ever kept? Like the people that are ahead, if they don't keep the youngins, if you and I don't create a bond, one day when I'm dwindling, what, you know, I'm never going to everyone. That's not my weather report. Look to 103. I'm going to, no, 108. 108. Um, 108. Um, and I'm never not going to be fucking sexy, cool, and people are going to listen to me even then. But you can imagine that, like, like everything reverses. Right. So the people that help you now, you will help as you grow later. And one day when it's later and you're big, you will help them. Yes. So like this notion that we don't all need each other, whether you're small, like once upon a time, what I used to call Mark Hyman's in the world are gatekeepers. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a rainmaker and I'm looking for gatekeepers. Like people who, if they love you, get you and open the gate, it changes yeah. your dates. Yes. And yes. Okay. And then what I always want to be is a gatekeeper. Like I want to build into a gatekeeper. So by the time you need me to post your fucking event, you're like, Laura's a gatekeeper, right? And I opened something and got 40 people there that all loved you and bought your book and you felt free, Yeah, right? Because one day you're going to be a gatekeeper. Yes. And that's my goal. Like I want to do that. 
I want to okay, well, billions of dollars so I can give it away to people, but I'm not doing a very um, good job. <laughs> well, you're also not acting like Prince or Steve Jobs. And they were crazy. Actually crazy. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Like distorted reality. And if you really listen to me, folks, I'm crazy. Yeah. No, I have tinges I, of it, Lauren. I'm just not all, I'm well, not all in crazy and I need to be. Yes. So I'll give you an example. Well, sorry, so I, I, plan, I, have, I I've want, been, yes. Oh, so you, I've been, go, you go, no, you go, no, you go. So I've, I love Oprah Winfrey. I love her. I, who doesn't? Well, lots of people don't, but I do. And I've been lighting a candle with Oprah for a year now. And i I envision and I write about how I'm going to meet her. And I talk to people who know her on the podcast all the time. I'm one degree separated from Oprah in a hundred different directions. And yesterday I heard that she dropped her March book pick um, for a lot of reasons. And it's funny because I had mailed her books editor, Lee Haver, a copy of my book two weeks ago, handwritten note. And I said, this is, I appreciate you just holding this book. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, they're going to pick my book in place of this. And, but so I have this crazy then I'm like, well, this is going to happen. They're going to pick the year of no nonsense for a, an Oprah book club. They just haven't decided when yet. <laughs> so I have this crazy because I truly believe these things. I believe it will okay. be a New York Times bestseller, but I'm not like, I guess I'm not just, all in. No, no. You can't just be a little crazy one place. I got to be crazy everywhere. Yeah. Like if you're getting Oprah, what else you getting? What else you getting? What Ellen? else you getting? What else you getting? What else you getting? What else you getting? What else you getting? Just what about Oprah, right, like, Ellen, what else and Lauren. Right, but like, no, like every little bit. What, what are you doing? Like, how many? Like, you, you when you go crazy, you think that you make the weather. <laughs> and how is this a good thing? Like, the people listening are probably like, these two women are so egotistical, right? No. Okay, watch. Okay. Sorry, everyone. Donald Trump wins every award on believing he's it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he's molested women. It doesn't matter if he's embezzled. It doesn't matter if he gets impeached. It doesn't matter. Like his ability to be crazy and it doesn't matter is like mesmerizing to yeah. me. Right. And it's like a Steve Jobs. It's like a Kanye West. It's like, and then there are ones that are like trippy dark, trippy dark. Okay. And like really capable Hitler level, dark, crazy. Like Hitler wrote his plan for what he was going to do in the world in a jail cell at 18. My comp was written in a jail cell yeah. and then he was in jail folks and created this crazy dream that he believed was his sacred mission. Call anybody here bipolar. Okay. Like, and he was going to make it all happen. Right. So rainmakers understand their dream. Okay. Now stop right there. Okay. So dream. Okay, folks right there. Next is. The biggest problem I have found with the good guys versus the bad guys is that the good guys are so busy being humble. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like literally humility is the opposite of the level of arrogance we need from the good guys. 
right? Does that make sense? Yeah. And the crazier I get, like, am I in love with my husband? Do I love my kids? Do I live under my means? Am I trying to be some kind of billionaire? Not really, actually, folks. I really don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> right, like, if you saw my car, my clothes, my stuff, my, like, the way I share my money in my company, like, you would go, wow, good person. But if I just stay a fucking good person and I don't get nearly crazy enough about reaching the old wide world... We're going to be tumbled always that the good guys don't have the balls to do what it takes. Right. We just, we just, cause we're busy being sweet and thinking, you know, praying to God, not being gods where the good guys are crazy. Coca-Cola got no problem. Let's teach them all that sugar is good for them. Right. <laughs> Right. And like, oh my God, I can hear the echo. Right. I, did you understand? Like yeah. we, the good guys are wussies <laughs> and our ego is way too small and we're being so humble. It's embarrassing. Okay. Can I do one more example that Please, we'll throw don't it Don't ever stop okay. talking, Lauren, ever. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Here's the final, <laughs> here's what I and I mean it, folks, right? Like, watch out for me. Okay, ready? It's going to get gross. <laughs> because I like to make a perfect example. Is it about a blowjob? Okay. It's close. It's worse, and it's close. <laughs> See? But you are in the right topic. Great. Ready? Yes, always. If I were saving the world at the level it's at right now, I would get a porn site to donate 10% of its profits off the top to foster care, to like, to sort, like to something. Because do I think if people saw that while they're busy jerking off and doing their dark side that they would actually pick a like light? Does that make sense? Like, oh, I forget. Like, you, it's all about you know timing. I mean? like, it's all about timing. It's, it's literally like, how do we change this? How? Can you hear me? I'm sorry. A call yeah. came in. Yeah. How do we change? Like, how do I get where we are to get brilliant? Right. No, that's really good. And, I, and like versus that the good guys just want all the porn sites to go away. That's right. right. Like, folks, it's not happening. It's not We're happening. Not even so dealing let's run with an ad for curing hunger. <laughs> During. No, it's like, No. It literally is, we cure hunger. Would you like them, you know, looking 12? Like, it's literally, you no one understands how fucked up the world is and where we really are at. And so the good guys aren't solving for where we're at. Yeah. Meeting the I'm world sorry. where it is and going from there. Yeah. Like the dark side that you're like, why don't people have dreams? And you go, because they're scared. And I'm like, no, it's because they're drinking. Yeah. And they're sad about their marriage, but they don't want to put down the drink. So then they blame their husband for their boring sex life. And they don't go, maybe it's my fat ass that I don't feel sexy in that isn't doing anything about it. But don't worry, I'm going to blame my husband and have another cookie and a drink. Yeah. And then I'm going to wish the world was different and I'm not going to think it's me. But we because I don't want to put my it's husband. you. Maybe it's you. Books, uh, and that, maybe it's you. Right. <laughs> 
And it's not an insult. Right. I love humans. I love our dark side. It's you guys that won't admit yours. <laughs> Laura, right? it's always asshole. a pleasure. I know you have to go. I've kept you long enough. I love you. Oh, my God. Everyone, Lauren Zander. Okay. And do you understand if you got needy and greedy and needed everyone to help you, that that would be the very thing I need from the good guys is start needing 10 people to help you and you promise you'll get them later. Like that's how the mafia works. <laughs> I need the good guys to pull together a real mafia. That's right. Brilliant. Come on. All right, team. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Same 24 Hours. Remember to rate, review, and share this podcast. It really matters. I appreciate it. See you next time.